This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Matthew Bird. All right. Bradley. Hello. Three for three. All together now. It's a rarity. Yeah, I had to call and ask for your address because I forgot where you lived. <laughs> I, I, first off, I know that's a lie. Second of all, I think your car can drive here yeah. by itself. It's it's the second spot on my GPS. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't think I can make it all the way home. Let's see how close Mitch is. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. As long as you don't park in Jack's spot, that's yeah, all that that's matters. that's right. That's when he'll do something ugly to you. So, we uh, we actually have things to talk about. This is kind of exciting. Well, I mean... But not good things, yeah, not necessarily. Not, which, again, makes for a better show. Um, I did the little sideshow last week. Sideshow Bob. Yeah, and we I talked about the Open Cup. You know, we dumped that one. I don't think we need to spend any more time about that. Nope is what it is, uh, but we went face Chicago again, and I thought it would be a completely different game. <laughs> it, it really wasn't, um, nothing happened in that game. I think that's my biggest takeaway from it. It's not that we traveled, you know, six hours to see a loss. We've all done that before. Many times. Um, but it, it just, I mean, neither team. Like, I don't think Chicago did anything. It was just a boring, ugly game. We didn't do anything, and they got a goal, but it wasn't like... It wasn't worldy. It wasn't, like, yeah. major skill. It was just like, But, oh. I mean, other than that little, like, moment, there was, like, hardly any well, excitement at all. We could have been 3-0 down at halftime, though. We could have been. No, no. I... And, and, and vice versa, if we had any sort of connection. But Chicago was playing so bad, we could have scored. That's what's frustrating about me, is we lost to twice in a week to an immeasurably bad team. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the crowd showed it. Like, there was nothing there. Um, I think they officially announced 18,000, but <laughs> that wasn't 18,000. Minus what? Yeah. Minus 17,000? Uh, that was their second highest attended game of the year, by the well, way. Well, that's because we brought 500 people. We brought, according to Tom Timmerman, 1,500 St. Louis fans then, were there. And then some, I'll tell you what, because we, we didn't park in the Aldo yeah. lot. We parked underneath the stadium on the north side, the north parking lot. So we had to go around the, 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 the north side end and then go back down halfway down the other side and, th and that side of the stadium are coming out and heading north so we're passing them going th and I, I suspect a third of the fans were wearing city gear yeah I, mean, I swear to god there I mean not only was our little <laughs> what do we, what do we call it Se segment <laughs> yeah the the Mortimer balcony <laughs> um, that was pretty full it wasn't completely full but it there was, was a lot of people honestly there. it wasn't far from full I mean it was maybe 20 spots open maybe 30 but Looking at pictures from that day, there were a lot of St. Louis fans also interspersed among the crowd. Uh, you know, some people had bought early and gotten good seats. They could have moved up with us, but I mean, I mean, you know, you, you pay you pay money for good yeah. seats. You should sit where you want to sit. Well, you can watch a shite game from even yeah. closer. Yeah. Well, like Alexis and Nancy and I were standing there looking at it. It's like pink, 
pink, pink, pink, pink. Yeah. Like you're just picking out the pops of pink yeah. throughout the crowd. It was it was polka dotted. I mean, this is just MLS shithousery. <laughs> they could have given us a section on the in the lower bowl because they could. I mean, there was enough room. It, well, there was. I think it was one of the sections to our left where I counted fourteen people. Yeah. In. Now. They do this with with the big stadiums to accommodate large traveling groups, and I get that. Totally. And when it's Portland, Seattle, for example, the whole place is sold out. Yeah. And so you put your fans up there. Um, St. Louis, you know, our away section is next to you, Matt, up there in the top ring. I mean, it's still a great seat. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the stadium is sold out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's common sense. That's where you put them. For this kind of thing. It felt like Oklahoma. Remember when we yes, went to Oklahoma? Yes, it did. When they had us up and underneath there was, the music. there was nobody there, and we all took spots there in that one section, yeah. and they were like, oh, no, you have to move back 20 rows. Yeah. There was uh, no reason. You have to reason. be at the top. There was no reason other than to, you know, fuck with us. Yeah. So it, it, it well, felt like that. Yeah, it, it, it completely did. Because, like I said, I mean, you're standing there looking, and you're like, there's no. Yeah. They didn't want us on the TV. I, I think that's really what it was. But, but I have a feeling it probably still somebody still put the, us on because the, the people said we we could be heard yeah. on the on the broadcast cuz i mean i you know no disrespect to chicago fans they have been through hell and back the and ringer, then hell again their ownership's not great the, you know they just fired their coach cuz you know this project isn't working but their supporter section was half full yeah now they've they've done their best to alienate some of their best fans that they have and well and not to mention it is a monstrous like I I don't think right now we would fill their supporter oh, no. section because of the size of that area. And and the other thing is, I mean, this is when we talk about why didn't St. Louis build a sixty thousand seat stadium? That's it right there. We could sell it out this year. Yeah. But year two, year three, year fifteen, and Chicago, they weren't selling out Bridgeview, and they blamed the location. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about the location. I mean, that definitely didn't help. I was talking to a coworker who lives up there, and yeah. and he said he'd Bridgeview go to, is out there. Yeah, but he said he'd go to the Bridgeview games. Yeah, because he actually preferred it because he felt like it was a better experience there. And we've talked about that having a a stadium of twenty thousand that is full is better than let's just say that there was eighteen thousand people there. I don't think there was, but let's say there was. It could be because in a sixty thousand seat stadium. 18,000 people looks like nothing. And sound dies in and, there. And it's cavernous. I mean, it's well, like... Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I shouldn't say sound dies in there because they had their supporter section mic'd yeah. and going through the PA system. They did. That was... And that was... Yeah. That was That was BMW-esque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was like WWE-esque, yeah. if yeah. anything. But we, we, I said this during the FC years. People look for reasons not to yeah. go. It's too far away. It's not downtown. They don't have student discounts. The parking this, the parking that. It's not. It's not me. I would go, but you know this, yeah. this isn't right. You know, people look for reasons not to go. Bridgeview is too far away. You know, well, now they, people don't want to spend forty, fifty bucks to park. You know, they, there's all the people always find a reason why it's not for them. And and that's true, but also Chicago hasn't given them a reason to come. No, for. Oh, Many no. years. I'll, now. I'll be straight up honest. If I was from Chicago, I would not go watch the Chicago Fire. It, I mean, it's church. I'd watch Chicago House or eight, whatever they're called. The the. I mean, at least they're trying. I, I drive to Madison. Yeah, 
Yeah, because yeah, I mean, it, it, when what was it? I heard I heard one of the ushers saying something like they had for college students you could buy two tickets for ten bucks or something yeah. like that on Saturday. It's like, but that's the other at thing a too. Point, it's a, it was a noon game. Yeah, like, at a certain point you can't sell bad soccer. No, there are better things to do with your time. Yeah, and. You know, but, but then again, we drove up for bad soccer, and they beat us. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. let's just—I'm not—I'm not, I'm not bragging about Shiny us. Shiny and new, Mitch. Yep. Shiny it, and new. Well, and that—you know—I forget who I was talking to the other day, but it was like this is—you know—we've got what one win in ten games or something like that. Yeah, it's 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 less than that. But, but yeah, point being, no, we're in we're in a bad run of form. One of well, I think it's one of seven. Yeah, and. We're playing KC, who's actually in a better run of yeah, form. Got yeah. They're still down at the bottom of the table, but, they're, but they've got a they're couple tying wins going. and winning games that we're losing. March yep. was a long time ago. Yep. But here's what I will say, too. Obviously, what is what has become painfully clear is we didn't have depth at striker position. Well, we did, but it's in San Antonio. Well, there's <laughs> that. But, I mean, they, they gave him a few runouts. They didn't think he was going to work. Uh, Giacchini, I think, is a good support up there, but he's not a solo man. I, I'm disappointed in what I've seen from him. But I had higher expectations. But, and we can talk about this now or we can talk about it a little bit later, the, the salary numbers came out. <laughs> and we, we're spent at the bottom of the list. Second from the bottom. Now, the return on that investment, really good. But it's clear we're going to have to spend more to strengthen the squad. And the, my immediate thought when I saw those numbers was, you know what, they left themselves room because they didn't want to do a Cincinnati. They didn't want to spend everything they had and then it didn't work and there's no room to move. They've left themselves room to move, whether that means acquiring a few more pieces to to just build up what we've got or if Klaus wasn't working at all to go out and just throw out Firmino's, you know, I don't know that they're going to do that, but, but they've actually left themselves room to make a move like that, so I think it's it's actually a bit of smart business. But Lute said this last week: we're not filling that third DP slot. They don't have to do it with a DP, and I don't think they need another DP at this point. But if they could find three or four serviceable players for the price of one DP, absolutely. Which which is honestly what we need because our wing play is trash, and we've got some Tam and or Gam, I guess at this point to pay down. <laughs> don't it, even it, know. Who the fuck cares? But. They've got some room to move, obviously. And, you know, we're never going to be the team that is in the upper echelon of that. Shouldn't be. But considering where we are and what the results have been so far, that's a pretty good turn on investment. But they've got to spend more. The the problem is is that that's great to be second from the bottom and getting that return right now, but where? how does that return look in August? Well, and I think that's that's what we're starting to wonder. even if, let's say, Klaus comes back tomorrow and he starts scoring three goals again. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're still probably a but, couple but weeks out. But that's the problem. Everything is going through him. But that's what I'm saying. We still need to get some depth up top. Like, at, at the transfer window, we need to make a few more investments. How many goals has he scored, Klaus? Five, six? Yeah, something like that. I don't know what it was. One was a gimme. Well, we're, we're pinning we, our hopes on a dude. No, no, I, I don't want to play that game. You, you score what you're given. He's done all right. We're, we're pinning our hopes on this guy, and for me, he, he's not. The defense has been atrocious. I'm not pinning my hopes on Klaus the, as, as just a scorer. 
I'm pinning my hopes on Klaus because when he's up there, he makes everybody more dangerous. Our defense we have, has been well. Okay, throw out. Parker was out for a red or red card suspension or yellow, multiple yellow card uh-huh. suspension. He's back this week. Did we miss him? Hopefully, we did against. Well, Denver, we had it. It was. It's been a bit. Hopefully, for a while. we'll get Nielsen back soon. Klaus has nine goals, but or wait, that can't be right. Uh, five goals. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I was looking at the wrong camera. But again, my point with Klaus coming back isn't just the goals he scores. It's he opens everybody else up. That's when Giacchini becomes dangerous. That's when we need to get Alm back. Alm bombing in, you know, is dangerous. Everybody gets a little more dangerous when you've got Klaus taking up. Either they've got to double mark him or they've got to single mark him and, you know, give him a little space. He's dangerous either way. I, I t- But we need more. I, I take your point about... I would rather have three quality players than spunk all our money on a DP. Yeah. Because I don't think we're that far away. We've got no. some quality. Uh, and we've given some guys a chance that have come through City 2 and what have you. We've given, and I just don't think they're there. And I think we've got patches and holes yeah. to fill. Well, and also we have to... I think we have to divorce ourselves from the mindset of when we started. When we won five in a row... And and we think we're that team. It was new and shiny energy. And we, but and we were probably never that team. No. But we should still finish above the playoff line with these guys. And they can't do it the way they've been playing the last several weeks. Four points out of the last 24 is concerning. Yeah. And, and you know, for whatever, for whatever reason, teams that lose get on a losing run and... They can't break it. Well, and I think... You know, it's taken Sunderland six years. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it really has. But, and, but and the opposite is true, too. I think those first couple games went our way, and we had a lot of belief in ourselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it balled up. Now it's balling up a little bit the other way. I still think we're, we're, we're in between those two teams. Klaus coming back will make us better. But we do. I do think Lutz and Carnell are going to have to find somebody in the find a couple of pieces in the transfer window. The, the, the problem lies in though you, you're giving yourself six weeks here before what the tran- the um, transfer window opens. Yeah. If we get another four points from twenty four, who's going to want to come to to a club that? Well, that point, people are still going to really, come this year. Really struggling. Nah. People are still going to come this year. They're no. the shiny and new. And we've shown enough. the The team is doing things right. It's, I mean, it's a much better environment than if your choice is here or Chicago. For, for real, you're going to come no, here. No, for real. And, I mean, and MLS is full of Chicago's, and there's not many St. Louis FCs. Now, I, I four years from now, yes. I, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but when you've only won one M- against one MLS team in the last seven, we have to start. We, have, we we do have to start asking some questions going. Well, and I think aren't rosy in the garden. And I think we have to say, you know, shift the focus, get a little more gritty, start playing ugly. It starts with defense, you know, to your point, and shut them down. Don't let them score. But here's the thing, though. Here's the good news: we haven't been blown out. We're not giving up six goals. We're giving up one goal, but that's the problem. When you it's can't, enough but when you no, can't no. score. Right. But it, but it's not like the defense is that far off. No, but since but, the, I, but I think that's because Berkey is different mustard. He is he has stood on his head. That's to be true. Honest. And and but that's why we paid all that money for him. Yeah, 
I don't I don't want to be one of these guys that says if it wasn't for Berkey we'd be this because we do have him. Yeah, and he's been brilliant. Exactly. But I, the the defense and the way it's been since that Colorado game has. But to has me, it's really it's all me. of a piece though. If the offense is working, it takes off pressure on the defense. The fact that we have had no offense the last four or five games has put much more pressure on the defense. But I look, I look at this goes back to the Minnesota game. Our midfield couldn't get anything going. We were we were so focused on being, you know, high tempo, you know, quick football, quick feet, high press, and 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 we were rushed. And Klaus was on the team then, and but the Aaron passes going again, here and but there. But again, we didn't look that bad that game. I mean, you can go back and say any game we lost, we fucked up. But Let, we haven't looked as horrible. We haven't done anything positive, but we haven't been the worst team Leicester I've ever seen. Leicester are about to go down, man, and they're not that bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I... I you know, okay, that's not going to happen here because you can't go down. <laughs> but again, I, I still think it's all of a piece, the way this team plays. Now, we can argue that you've got to get a plan B for when plan A isn't working. And we've, we've tinkered with a few things. Um, but it's an expansion team. They're still figuring this out. But I think the biggest problem is the last three games, you're looking at five goals allowed to score. Yeah. In three games. That's, I mean... There's a breakdown of substance there, and, and I'm I'm okay giving up five goals if we're scoring six. I'm but, okay with us only scoring two. I'm going to say this one more time: the fact that we're not creating offense puts more pressure on the defense. Right, and it's, so it's the NFL. Rule. If we score one, then they don't score two. Like right, it it changes the way the other team plays. Now the other team can just pin their ears and go. They don't have a lot of fear that we're going to do anything. Yeah, and that's exactly so. You know, when it's when, not as simple as saying the defense needs to toughen up. We've got to get the offense going to give the defense we, a fucking we, break. We've got to control the ball. Yeah. I mean, right now, which that's not what Carnell wants to do. When everything's clicking right, he wants thirty percent possession. But when, but when we, but even when we we are have the ball in the offense, we play so quickly that. We do only have the ball for 30% of the time. You know, we play so quickly that we'll have a chance, it'll, we'll miss, it'll go out of bounds, and they've got a goal kick, and that will have taken 10 seconds. Yeah, we're Whereas not getting they, the second balls like we were at the beginning of the year. I think I looked at that Chicago game, and it seemed to me, it was so rushed. I, I felt like we needed someone. But did you could, ever look just, at that game and say we're outclassed? No, but I, I saw what we were wanting, and I felt that we needed someone in the middle to just put on his foot, foot on the ball and just slow things down a little bit. And Leuven uh, should be able and, to do that. And instead of, and instead of making a no-look fancy flick that you think is going to look great, just put your foot on the ball. I, I want a measured pass, you know, uh, and a, a wall fall type, a Brandon Barclage type, you know, that... that it's just going to ping it about, but it's it's going to be in a measured, controlled way. And there and there's no reason Leuven can't be that guy. But they've Carnell has to start making that strategic decision to say, hold it, hold the ball. Uh-huh. And I don't think he's given up on his 
you know, call it energy drink soccer or whatever. Like every coach is married to their system and they think it will always work. But at some point they have to say, okay, it ain't working today. <laughs> We're going to still go back to it next game, but today hold the ball and, and let's try to steal one at the end. And I don't think we've, I don't think we've shown we've got that gear yet. But you, you made a point. When we did a cozy twosome at your apartment after the Minnesota game, you, you were trying to allay fears saying, you know, we've lost one game. It's not the end of the world. You know, I don't think we've been rumbled quite yet. Um, and we, we tried to skirt around the fact that other coaches aren't going, well, we just have to play a 4-2-3-1 against them. We'll be fine. It's yeah. not that simple. But they've, they've got enough. They've got enough video now to go oh yeah jared stroud always dribbles to his right yeah you know or timmy parker takes his first touch to the left or you know blom blom always heads back to park or something like yeah. that is, is no that's is true that my new shy that yeah. they're looking at and and that's why carnell has to get them to the next level where they don't know what mm. we're gonna do and i think you know like i said to mitch now going in, if we don't have Kraus, Klaus, they don't have to worry about it as much. They can pin their ears and go. And even by doing that, the other teams aren't creating a ton. It's enough to beat us. And we've got to figure out a way to harden up and get a 1-0 win on a rainy night in Stoke kind of shit. And weather the storm because Klaus is out. You know, whenever your top striker goes out, you've got to weather the storm a little bit. But the team, I think the team has to know right now, we don't have enough pieces to really do it. But you're also hoping and praying one of the guys that they've given an opportunity to can step up to the plate and to grab that opportunity. Yeah. Well, and, and here I'm looking at well, the stats. Well, one of them is a 16-year-old kid. I'm I mean, looking at the stats from Saturday's game, though. Our best player, both from the defensive side and the attacking side, Pompeo. Yeah. It shouldn't be the same guy on both ends of the ball. Yeah, but Pompeo's one of those guys who is trying to make he, a case. But that's, I mean, yeah, yeah don't get me wrong. He's, he, as a midfielder, he's traversing a lot yeah. of green. But but in a one nothing game, yeah, yeah. It, there's got to be other people stepping up. Yeah. And that's what I said. That's when you need your, your, I mean, Parker was out Saturday, but the last several games. Yes, we need Parker, who's an MLS veteran. He's our vice captain. You need him to step up. You need uh, Leuven to step up. People who've got some experience, who have some gravitas in the room, to grab them by the collar and say, look, whatever happens today, you do not let that motherfucker pass you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that kind of thing. Um, and it, it obviously, it's not always going to work, but... Over the last, like you said, four, five, six games now, it is concerning. And while I'm not saying we should panic and throw everything out the pram, I am concerned. And they better be taking it more seriously than I'm taking it here in this chair. And the, and they need to be looking for pieces to bring in, especially now that we've seen the salary and they've got room. Because <laughs> if you go on a losing run, and I'm not talking about a five-game, yeah. but if you go on a year-on-year-on-year year run, you get the Chicago Fire. You look at what happened. Oh, it doesn't. On it doesn't. It doesn't take was, long either. That was pathetic. Well, the thing is, too, is that it's going to take for for as long as they've been bad. It's going to take longer to get 
back to the good trust, yeah, with the fans. Part. Well, and yeah. I mean, look what happened the Precky year at St. Louis FC. Yeah. Like, up until that year, everybody would sort of given them the benefit of the doubt. It was still shiny and new. Precky drove it off a cliff. No. No, he did. He did. He did. And then, Flaming. And then Poulos came in, and Poulos had a really good year that first year. But people Stability. Never, people never came back in the numbers that we had before that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is the thing. This season's fine. The the stadium's sold out. Houston, but Houston. but it'll be interesting to see what that secondary market does. The first five, six games, I could have sold my supporter season ticket for forty bucks or two hundred bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now if the next set of games I can sell it for forty bucks, that shows you the slide. Yeah. We'll see. I was before you mentioned that, and it's yeah. a gr- it is a great point because I think that Saturday's game is an outlier because of who it is, yeah. and that they are way more arrival than oh you yeah know, Chicago. But um, people will be up for it. It'll be a good game. But they're bringing five hundred people. That's what their allotment was. Uh, I can't go, oh, so I, yeah. I shall be watching on the television. But um, it may be safer. Yeah. <laughs> from where I sit. <laughs> but, I mean, here, right now, the I mean, obviously, Sunday or Saturday a little bit different, but 120 right now yeah. in the supporter section. I mean, there are people I mean, that, asking that for that makes more, sense but. because the first couple of games were obviously going right. to be Right. It, it, it was going to be a decline. But that, I mean, I think the last game was 160, if I remember correctly, from what I was being told. Yeah. We'll just see how it goes. I mean, there can be weird things. I mean, the I guess one of the like one good thing we need to mention Kansas City played last night, mm-hmm. so they'll be a little tired. Um, <laughs> that that helps us. We had a night off, or we had a you know we've got a full as, week's rest. And as much as well, you, we've actually had two weeks rest because we didn't do shit in either of those Chicago. As, games. And as much as you <laughs> say we've lost, but weren't bad. Yeah, they've won a couple, but they weren't great either. No, you know it's. But but to go to them, but to go to LAFC and get a draw on a Wednesday night, that's hard work. That's not, you know, no. so yes, they went like four or five games without scoring at, to start the season. But since then, they're starting to show signs of life. They're not a, they're not a, I think they're a better team than Chicago, quite frankly. Well, they've also got like six guys out, Melia's out, and a bunch of yeah. dudes. So we'll, I mean, we'll see. But I think quote unquote rivalry game, because this is, you know, this is what, qualifies as a rivalry in MLS mm-hmm. you know it's a it's a marketing thing it's a whatever but we are the closest two fan bases yeah um and they are going to be up for the game hopefully our guys will sense that you know the Kansas City bragging rights thing does mean something to the St. Louis fans like hopefully they'll be up for it and we'll both put in a good game I just want to beat them yeah I mean but that's no, the thing not just to beat them we have uh, to write our ship. I want to win. Yes. We first of all, we have to write our ship. I don't care who's coming in. We need to win, but also, and we need to win at home. I mean, I think you know that just goes back to fine. We can take a loss on the road, take care of business at home, and and we need to start doing that. If if we go five if we go five hundred this year, the majority of our points have to come at home to keep people invested. Exactly. You know, keep the casuals invested. And again, that's why I was so disappointed we lost the Open Cup game. Yeah. Because the Union of Omaha game was so much fun. Yeah. Do you remember I told you, Brad, that we had a window to turn yeah, casuals yeah. Yeah, yeah, into yeah. hardcore fans? Yeah. That Omaha game was perfect for that. And I was so disappointed we won't have another one of those. And I do think, had we hosted Chicago in St. Louis for the Open Cup, we'd have fared better. Now, I don't, that doesn't mean we'd have won, but I think. 
statistically, a, a 20, we're, we're doing better at home. A 20,000 seat crowd versus playing in Bridgeview to like 6,000 or whatever showed up in Chicago gets our players up a little bit. But, you know, somebody was arguing in one of the the public group today or the one of the one of the fan groups about what are we going to name the derby and say i don't give a fuck i want to win the derby yeah like, that's let's win the game and i don't care kansas city's you know trademarked <laughs> that's what they like to do they trademark things they've trademarked heartland derby which is awful which is stupid i mean people are calling it the derby i get it because of barbecue but i like cease and desist cease and desist is funny cunt cup <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call it. You know, like somebody shy. said, the Capital Cup because of the soccer capital thing, and I think that's funny because neither two cities are capitals, so I think it would be funny to call it the Capital Cup. Um, but I don't give a rat's ass, and I don't. I'm you know not, what? You know what we call Manchester City versus Manchester United? We call it the Manchester Derby. <laughs> right. No. I mean, we can't call it the Missouri Derby because they don't play in Missouri. But I don't care. No, I don't. I want to win the goddamn game. That's that's priority job one to me and it matter, again it doesn't matter who we play this week we've got to win we've got to right yeah. our ship we've lost the mojo we've lost momentum i mean naming it is just who's going to make money on the t-shirts is it the league is it sporting kansas city is it the t- is it st louis city sc i don't care i'm not gonna buy the goddamn t-shirt i want to win the game and that's you know that's why ultimately why we go what happens on the pitch is, yes. is all important and i've we've been left wanting Honestly, yeah. the last couple of months we've been left wanting. And part of that is I think we were spoiled by how well it went the first several. Yeah. You know what? And you start to believe it. You're like, oh, God. Maybe. Jesse Jesse Daniels wrote on my Facebook, it's back on, and it's all gone tits <laughs> up since then. It's, it's his yeah. fault. If Jesse, if Jesse did it on Saturday, he doesn't remember. I can tell you that for certain. <laughs> well, and I mean, I, I guess that's the thing. Like, I, I, I was never in the camp like, some of the newbies were that's like, oh, we're going to go undefeated. We're, you know, we're going to win the league our first time out. That was never where I was. But I will say, I was like, you know what? Oh, I was, my they've, eyebrows were raised. They've, made, like, they've made some good decisions here Oof. and it's, it's, it's clicking, it's working. But now it's kind of falling off. Uh, and again, I'm not, I don't want to say, oh, forget that everything was wrong no, no, or no. shit. But yeah, they got to get they got to get it back soon because, because the, the this longer is, this goes on, the harder it gets. This is the first struggle bus the team's been on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I think, big picture, it's a minor blip as long as they come back from it. We, now, if we finish the rest of the season at this pace, then there's serious questions that have to be asked. But. You, if we average one point a game going forward yeah. to the end of the season, we make the playoffs. Yeah, you know, due to the fact that we did have a, a rip roaring start. Yeah, but again, four points out of twenty-four no, no, yeah. is dreadful, and we we do look like a team that's got the second worst payroll in mm-hmm. the league. And yeah, you know, I, now a lot of people came into this thinking they were getting brushed Dortmund. Yeah, and. We're paying. They're paying a lot of money for season tickets, and they're getting Queens Park Rangers. Now, I still do. Like I said, I still do think this was a calculated salary spend to give themselves room for either mid-season changes or wholesale changes. If if it all didn't work, or is it there to maximize revenue? I no. I mean, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no, being I objective because I don't, but I don't. You know see... that you're going this year. You know. 
they're okay. They're spending what ten billion on salaries, it's, it's, whatever it was. Yeah. It's hard to say because part of me thinks that's what these people do, but they've spent so much money on the stadium and on the product and on all this other stuff. Now, it's hard for me to believe they would cheap out, like because somebody who's writing the check said, "No." We're not paying any more for players. I agree. I think it's I'm just, just saying, a function it a, of it is a yeah. Oh yeah. And and again, people now that those numbers come out, which is always great about MLS, we do find out yep. at some point during the season how much we're paying. And look, if you're in New England, there you go. Look, if we're in New England and you're you've been watching Robert Kraft football for 25 years or whatever it is, and you're consistently at the bottom of that payroll now. I, I say that as the Rebs are having a decent, you know, couple of years. But uh, a Stan Kroenke, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams who fall into that yes. lower mm-hmm. echelon of spend. Mm-hmm. You say, after five years, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to give this group the benefit of the doubt, but you know, this isn't the Oakland A's where they're, they're money playing Moneyball and they're, you know, picking out... You know, they can tell me about this XG stat they've come up with or, or all this bullshit. And, and that is the thing. I do think, because I was talking about this to somebody this weekend and, and, and then to NPR last night, I do think that the Moneyball days are gone Yeah. in, in most sports. I think I think they've realized it's not long-term maintained Now, options. I still think those but, stats come into play when you're looking at two defensive Exactly. Backs. If you have two guys that have similar topical stats, goals, right. assists, whatever— and then one you know, of them, you can get one of them for half the price. Right. Okay. So now we get into those micro stats yeah, and right. see, okay, yes, this guy's going to fit in better. But that being said, you're also ruling out everybody that's not those two yeah. guys before that point. So that money well, ball phase is gone. And that's, and that's when you take into account your Bradley Carnell and his experience, mm-hmm. your Lutz Fanage deal and his Rolodex and his knowledge of the game and his knowledge of his familiarity with scouts and things. That's how you can get a Jared Stroud that nobody else wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, it's got to pay off, and it, early on in the season it was, and maybe now they have you know trying to neutralize him. But you've got to get those pieces where Tim Parker, we, we figured it out. Houston didn't want him. They didn't want to pay him that full salary. So we didn't take him in the expansion draft. We waited till after the expansion draft was over. We contacted them. We said, hey, we'll give you one of these expansion kids. You give me Parker and ha- you pay half his salary, it works. Yep. They've got to be smart. They've got to make decisions like that. But at a certain point, it, it's all a gamble. You don't know how they're going to fit in. And I, th- I think the other thing is, too, is that you're also working within the confines of the MLS budget. It's a weird system. That it, it's <laughs> not, you know, you have the, the TAM and GAM. You yeah. have the DPs. Like, like it, isn't, it isn't a, okay, you know, the NHL. You have an eighty-two million dollar cap, and if you know there's there are some calculations yeah. to do on you know AAV and stuff like that, but you know you, that's it. Yeah, Where, you don't have to say, oh wait, he's twenty-three. You only have to count one third of his salary. Right. <laughs> I mean, like almost every player in the right. MLS has a calculation a special that goes category, with it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, and I think that's where we're we're relying on Carnell on that aspect of it because he's been in the MLS system for years. It's less familiar to Lutz. I'm sure Lutz has a lot of ideas that somebody has to hold up a hand in the meeting and say, uh, 
we actually can't get him because somebody else has him in the allocation order. He's color, <laughs> he's color co- coded green. If and, we take know. him, then we have to give Chicago $500,000. Why? Yeah. Chicago's not involved. Well, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, and then the new guy we brought in to be the president to take over soccer, the soccer part of it from Carolyn, he's from the Premier League. He doesn't have the MLS experience. It's a totally foreign system to him. So we do have to be aware that you know, we're going to miss things. We're going to, but that's the problem. You can't miss those. No, things. I know. That's, yeah. I mean, you have to have that person standing next to, yeah. Lutz standing next to whoever just saying, Nope, Nope. Right. I, I mean, it's literally, it's the coach beard to the Ted Lasso. Somebody's got to have the binder. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That has all the little details. Oh wait, there's a star and an eight. Let yeah. me look up eight in the footnotes. I cross reference. Yeah. No, he played one game for union Omaha three years ago. So, you know, I'm sorry, Sporting Kansas City has his rights. Yeah. <laughs> but. His dad was left-footed and born on a Tuesday. Right. Yes, obviously, he goes to Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But, barring all of this, and we are in a bad run of form, I think we all acknowledge that, we're still okay. We're okay, but we are on the precipice of not being okay. Right, and the longer it goes, the worse it gets. I, I do. If if I felt, yeah, and it's funny you mentioned the precky year. If I felt as we did during the precky year that the guys weren't given one hundred percent, or some of them at least, yes. Like I'm never going to tell Dragon Stojkov you weren't given one hundred percent, but I would in front of uh, Sebastian Delgado. Yeah. Every one of those lads, I think, are given one hundred percent. Yeah. When yeah, I compared I, I, it to the preggy season, I was just talking about yeah, no, what yeah. can happen if you for, lose for real, an extended for real, but run I, of games. I, right. I was I was carrying on with the yeah, analogy. Yeah. Um, I just they just I wouldn't say they're not quite gelling. Some of them just aren't good enough, and 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 I'm glad I'm okay with them having been given a chance, but some of them aren't. I think I think and, they were and, good in the system t- coming out. But the thing is, you can't run the same system game in and game out. You have to be able to adapt. Well, Berkey, Parker, Berkey, Parker, Alm, Stroud, Blom, Klaus. I I haven't seen enough from Blom, quite frankly. I haven't either. But he's been injured. No, no, that's and, what I mean. And, I, and, 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 and we haven't seen Nilsson. Right. But you take Blom, Nilsson, Parker, yeah. and Klaus out. Yeah, it changes the... Dynamic. That's the, ha- the, that's half your starters. That's that's the, but that's eighty percent of the quality. It is. Also, you've lost fifty percent of problem. the team, but you've lost. But that, of the and that quality. is that's always been the problem with MLS is that you end up being very top heavy. Yeah. Because that's all you can do. Also, it made me think of when you, when you were saying this how at the beginning the things were clicking, you know, mm-hmm. but at the time we said, hey. You know, everybody's going to get up to speed. Mm-hmm. Not only is it going to get harder to play these teams, we still have to improve. And I feel like we haven't progressed as much as I thought we would. Like, we're still playing that same level. Everybody else is just getting better. Well, the problem is, is we're actually don't have the... And we're missing a few We're missing pieces. people. I think but, that's the problem. But nobody's stepping it up to the next level. Right, right. It, it, Which, but that comes like back said, to a depth issue. It does. It really does. But Leuven should be a star in this league. Yes, absolutely. And he was the first couple of weeks, and now... But is it because know. he had somebody that made him look good? Or is it because... His, you know, I think his that's, quality should make anybody look good. 
Yeah, I think so. But it, that seems to be the problem. Right? I mean, but Parker's he, booting the ball out instead of calmly playing it out. Is that because he's panicked? Is that because he doesn't have faith in the next rung up? Which, if if Blum is in there, maybe he plays it sweetly to Blum and Blum, and we it, we advance it meticulously. Is Parker just saying "fuck it"? Blum's not here. I'm booting it out of here. I don't know. I mean, after we beat Salt Lake, we, we all thought, you know, we all, yeah. we're all realizing, oh, there's going to be bumps in the road. Yeah. But at one point from th- three games and an Open Cup loss for Denver and Chicago, who are the two worst teams in the league, and a, they are and the, an abandoned game. Well, the Dallas, Dallas have always been decent. I was actually, but we were we were at a draw. That's what I'm saying. That could have been a good result, but yeah, it could have been, been a bad result too. Of zero zero. Um, but 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 you know, the, Chicago. You can't get one draw and two losses against Chicago and Denver. That's yeah. I mean, two games against Chicago. You have to win one of them. It's and when we lost the Open Cup, I thought, all right. We're putting our baskets in that league win. Yep, you know, do it. A bump in the road. A bump in the road is a three 0 loss to Seattle. Yeah, they, right. what, that was You're not right. a surprise. You're right. right. You know, the, the Chicago and the, the Colorado it is caverns in the road. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. But good. A win on Saturday, and it doesn't matter if it's against <laughs> KC or whoever. Right. It, it rides the ship pretty quickly. And, and I do think with the way the league is structured and the parity, even. Even amongst the draws, there's not a gigantic difference between the top and the bottom. It measures out over the course of a season, but any given day, there's roughly, you know, the same amount of money on the field, barring barring your your big top money players. End. And if we looked at that, uh, you know, the the list that came out, I imagine you lop off the DP players on each team, it starts to compact that list. Like everybody gets a little closer. Because L.A. is paying their DPs. 1 through 10 get a whole lot closer to 11 through right. 20. Right. The problem, I, th- I think, is that the last third... They're still they're still way under. I mean, we're still way underpaid. But, like, a lot of that salary is taken up by... A few players. Your big money players. Right. And, and, again, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, more power to you. But it, as long as you're getting the results for it. And, and if you're not getting the results for it, then it doesn't matter. But... All of that said, you got to get your wins, and you got to get them. You got to get them at home, and you got to get them at, against teams who you should beat. Like Chicago, I, I'll, I'll take a split in those two games. Mm-hmm. Either way, give me the Open Cup win or give me the league win. Losing both of them is a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when that's the thing. At this point, you have to win Saturday. To write the ship, I mean, yeah, I don't want to say there's anything as a as a much must win this early in the season, but again, the longer it goes on, the more pressure builds up, and Kansas City, even though they're on a decent run of form, they're lower than us in the table. You've got to take care of business against at home against teams lower than you in the table, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we're going to have to go to LAFC. We're going to have to you know play Seattle again when they come here, like. There are enough games where we've got an excuse for. Yeah. We can't just make them up for everybody. <laughs> yeah. So it starts this weekend. 
it's back on. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but, it was said in jest. But let's talk about. Shut up, Dick. Let's talk about some of the. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some of the things we've got planned for the street party, Mitch. Oh, I'm so happy we're having street. That's the other thing. It feels like it's been forever since it, we had a home game. It does feel like that. Uh, I mean, and granted, because the Open Cup was a midweek and yeah. couldn't really get the whole the whole ship righted. So, yeah. uh, I mean, first off. We're back on Lilligan Street. Yes. And, and and there will be some news coming on that pretty soon. So we'll just kind of a little teaser there. Yeah. A little nice teaser. Got s- several food trucks. I it, We have, this has been the best part over the over this downtime. I've had three new trucks reach out to me. Yeah. Say, hey, how do I get in on this? And we've had a little time to organize some stuff because it's not like, oh, it's, it's already Tuesday. We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, that, that has been the nice part. But. We've got we, we we've got the food trucks coming. We've got uh, we actually mer- we actually get an hour longer. This is true because I think it's on Fox Sports. It's is an that eight thirty start time? They've moved the start time back to eight thirty, but we've decided hell, we're just going to go ahead and and keep our normal four p.m. I mean, that's kind of what we do anyway. Night. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. But you know, taking taking that a step further, you know, we'll, we'll be we'll be ready to go. Our friends at Schlafly will be ready to go. Um, I'm trying to remember what the Schlafels are this week. Nancy and I were going through that. I, it, I'm sure we'll post pictures tomorrow. They're, they're going to so, be good. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Raising uh, money for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Yep. Um, it's May is Mental Health Month, but as far as I'm concerned, every month is men- Mental Health Month. Yes, very much Especially so. since the pandemic, everybody's mental state went into a deep dive. And yes, we're climbing out of it, but obviously a lot of people need help. And suicide is just, it's... It's tragic. When and it it's happens. rampant lately and, too. And some of it can be rectified. Not everything, but but if you give people an option, if you give them some support systems, some some things to reach out to, it can help. And we want to support this charity. Aaron and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, and between the two of us, we started kind of doing a count of people we knew in high, from high school and college yeah. that have committed suicide. And we were surprised at how high the number is. Yeah. But that's because, and granted, shows our age. But thirty years ago, mental health wasn't a. It, it, it was for the crazies. It yeah. was for the the wackadoos that get locked yeah. up. Nobody and, talked about it. Yeah, and now you know everybody yeah. deals with mental health. So, and it's, I think it's, it's a big just, one. It's become a much more anxious world. Very much so. Very much so. So it, big one. Uh, again, we'll have great schlaffles as we always do. Merch tents fully stocked, ready to go. Get some breaking news. We have some new flags in. Yes. I know people love the flags. So, again, not a ton of them, but we will have some flags, and they're $25 each. And I do believe, if I understood Sarah right the other, this morning, that we may have a handful of polls for them that are left over. Yes. So, and we are going to have, just in general, in the section, there will be what we're just calling the section flags. Uh, because a lot of people want to wave a flag because they see it and it looks mm-hmm. like fun. Maybe they don't want to have their own flag. Maybe they don't want to wave it 90 minutes. So we're going to have some flags scattered about the section that you can see it when you come in. If you want to take a turn, please do. If not, pass it on to the next person. Yep. Uh, they're just going to be, nobody owns them. They're just in the section. They're just Luligan owned in the section. Make some, make some noise, make some uh, fun. They'll, and they'll have a sticker on them saying exactly yeah. what you just said. Printed those up last night, so they'll be ready to go. But And you don't have to. If you don't want to, yeah. pass it on. Yeah, if you don't want to, put it put it off to the side. Somebody else can grab one. I mean, again, yeah. this is this is what we do. And it's mostly just to make people mad who don't like flags. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, 
Mm-hmm. Something else fun we're doing at the tailgate. Oh. In addition to doing our, our schlaffles and our our charity jour stuff and which includes sticker sales and just straight up donations if you want to make a donation. Um this is something we've been talking about for a couple of years now. We thought because a lot of people <laughs> chose Sporting Kansas City. See, as, you're kind of getting ahead of my okay, schedule you, here because I got thing. two more things to cover. Oh, you do your thing, though. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Good Lord. We'll have my buddy uh, Coltray there. He will be yes. Coltray Kicks. Uh, he's giving away, he's raffling off a, a pair of uh, St. Louis-inspired Chucks every game. Custom painted. Custom painted. They are good looking. One of one. So, and you might just see some of our friends there from Arch Apparel. Very cool. Uh, the, the new shirts. So I did get my notification email today that my order has shipped. I keep forgetting to order, well, and I was involved in it. Now you don't have to. <laughs> you can just go to their table. So yeah. So uh, so again, they, you know, they you might are, get yours more quicker than my. They they are they are siblings in the harassed by cease and desist. Yeah, in the yeah. by the cease and desist. They were they they caught the cease and desist disease. Yes. So, you know they we, had a scarf that said America's first soccer capital and they were told nope. Nope. None of that. So they reached People out to us and nope. said, Hey, you got screwed by them. We got screwed by them. Let's make a shirt. Let's have some fun. Yeah. But now Okay. So how how old is the league now? Twenty five? Going on thirty years? Yeah. yeah, I think it's thirty. Okay. At some point during those years, Kansas City was an original team. They were actually the Wiz was an original team. <laughs> He's owned out. He's and, owned and then they became the Wizards, and then they became Sporting Kansas City. But they were our closest geographical team. And so, like, I I went to several Wiz games. I went to several Wizards games, and I've gone to a couple of Sporting Kansas City games, just because it was the closest place to go. Hey, let's go watch an MLS game. I never bought in, but. A lot of people did because... It was just nice for us to be able to go somewhere. Well, but also, people want a rooting interest. You know, like, it's easier to watch the Premier League when you have a team, when you have a dog in the fight. Yeah. Um, Especially so, one that's in fourth. So... Uh, when I lived in Akron, yeah, people went and watched Columbus. Right. You know. So, people wanted to get an MLS. They were soccer fans in the United States. They picked a team that was relatively close by that they could go to a couple of games. It's Kansas City or Chicago, and right? And and we do we have friends in the Luligans who actually had season tickets to Sporting Kansas City, and they would drive over there multiple times a year to see a game. Indeed, but we always talked about you know I never bought in because it's like what if St. Louis gets a team? And a lot of people said St. Louis ain't ever getting a team, and there was all kinds of reasons to believe that. And and <laughs> then you know the infamous. Open Cup game at Kansas City yeah, yeah. just made us not want to like right. them even more. But I do have a soft spot for people who picked that team, mm-hmm. and now they've said, oh, St. Louis has got a team, and it is weird to switch allegiances in soccer, but I think I, I give a pass to that. You know, you didn't have a team. St. Louis wasn't an option. Now it is. And Mitch and I have been talking about this for like five years. Mm-hmm. Like, when MLS really started to look like it was going to come, so maybe three, four years. Well, we even talked about the MLS to STL. Yes. We like we need to have an amnesty day where we just welcome everybody to St. Louis soccer fandom. You can you can totally shed your past guilt free. You don't have to you can you can say, Hey, I was a sporting Kansas City supporter and now I'm letting that go. And we would joke about it. The city this. does it with guns. Yeah, it's it, exactly. 
you know, come in and pay your late child support. <laughs> we'll let you off. We, <laughs> or come get a TV and we'll arrest you for right. it. One but, of the two. But we had joked about this. And then at some point, you know, I, I made the joke and somebody said, well, yeah, what if they turned in their old jerseys? And then we, we had a bonfire and burned them all. And that's just not how the Luligans roll. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with turning in the jerseys, but why? Well, hold on, hold on. First off, the amount of chemicals that would release. Exactly. I yeah. mean, we're going to get these cancer. aren't natural fibers. We're going to get cancer already. I mean, we're all going to yes. die of some form of cancer. But we thought we could do this, but we could actually turn it into a charity event because that's what we do. We could take whatever you want to donate. So, say you've got a Sporting Kansas City T-shirt in your drawer that maybe you wore, maybe you liked them, but now you're never ever going to wear it again because you're a City fan. <laughs> jersey, know? a jersey, Hoodie. same thing. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, some guy's going to bring in some uh, drawstring back packs that he got at a sporting Kansas City. There you go. But we can't just give them to a local clothing drive. I wouldn't do that to anybody that's needy in St. Louis. I don't want to see some poor soul around here. Well, not only that, but there are the people that will take it, be aggressive towards that person. Right. And that's not the right, you know. So we can't even send them to Kansas City, Missouri, because that's not where this team plays. I mean, Missouri is St. Louis town. This is sporty Kansas. Yes. And Sporty Kansas plays in Kansas. So we're going to ship them somewhere like into the middle of the state of Kansas. Yeah. So there's no chance these will show up on Missouri streets ever Johnny again. Freedom, you're getting a bag of clothes. Kind of. Kind of. And some guy reached out today and he was like, hey, I, you know, I'm from Kansas City. I'll be there for the game. I'd love to take them back and I can give them to the cauldron. No. No. I'm not giving you free stuff. I don't, I don't want you to be happy. No. No. I want to give these clothes to somebody who needs a T-shirt. You know, maybe maybe it's somebody that's down on their luck, yes. and that jersey or T-shirt will make them feel good about themselves. And in worst case scenario, they can wear it inside out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or, or use it to change maybe their oil, get a marker and cross out <laughs> the badge on every one I mean, we send. They might use it, you know. No, I don't want to do that. Baby diapers. Yes, I don't want to do that. But I think this is a chance. And I, you know, some people are like, "I'm not giving you my jersey." That's okay. You don't have don't to. Have to. No, no, this is just an opportunity. If you're never going to wear this stuff again. This is an opportunity for you to to donate it, make sure it goes out of state, and you can just publicly say, I am now, forgive my past sins for being a Kansas fan. Brad will bless you. <laughs> Maybe we'll get the bishop out there. Yes, yes. Um, we'll bless you and, and forgive all past sporting uh, Kansas City fandoms. Now, I'm going to tell you something you may or may not know. Okay. We're going to take it up a notch because oh. that is what we do. Well, there you go. First off, the club, they want to participate too. They love the idea. No, that's cool. They're going to have bins over on the plaza. So, so you if, can do it at our party, but you could also do it anywhere around there. Yes. So they're going to be around because they want this to, to really do well. So if you're running late, don't worry. You can throw it in a bin by the by Right, the by the gas, yeah. literally. But, you know, city just tends to do things a little bit nicer. Yeah. Than everybody else. Except for sign strikers. But. <laughs> we're we're going to forget the earlier early part. Okay, okay. We are going to have 25 $10 gift certificates nice. to the team store. Nice. That you will get. The first 25 people will get a $10 gift card. I, I do want to put an asterisk. Now, 
Yes. I, I, hold on. You can't throw in a keychain and get no, a twenty dollars. No, no. This or, needs to be a shirt, yes. jersey. You know, like a substantial donation. Uh, this needs and not to one be... for each. If you throw in three shirts, you only get one coupon. Right. Yes. Yes, okay. yes. 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 I mean, let's let's be real. We have to spell it out because somebody will argue. And the other thing is too. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. If you show up before the tailgate is officially open, and try to get it, thinking, "Oh, I'm going to be early so I can get it." Yeah. No. You're going to owe me ten dollars. Oh. And I'm going to put it into CG, CDJ. Oh, we need a negative coupon. Yes. So we're going <laughs> to. So we will take it and charge you. To How take about it. we will announce on the trailer loudspeakers when it is uh, when the when trade they, in begins. Yes, absolutely. And if you show up, you know, like ten minutes late, and you get the you you, the, you were the last one not to get one. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. No. no. We're doing it. We're doing a good thing. This is a good thing. You should donate just to donate. the The coupon is a bonus. Yes. Yes. And, and and they are going to have them over on the plaza too. So if you're yes. not going to be at the tailgate, you know they are going to have the the gift cards over there as well. There are, so yeah, there are options. Yes, and again, it is on the plaza. So don't think that you can go in on the side street or something the like that. The whole it is. point of this, and what I really want, is I want a giant box of Sporting Kansas City stuff, and I want to see it going out of fucking St. Louis. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see it. I don't want to go to. A mall, not that I ever go to a mall anymore. I don't want to be in Target and see a dude wearing a sporting Kansas City shirt. Enough of that bullshit. I want I I want Caleb and I to have to try to figure out how to ship that much yes. stuff. I want to watch something going on in Mogadishu, Somalia, and everyone <laughs> is wearing sporting KC gear yeah. in Mogadishu, Somalia. I, right right with their single stallion that shirt. Because that's just an international you know, headache. Can, so, well, yeah. There's a map. Actually, yeah. Yeah. actually that's a, I think that's a war crime. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah these people have suffered enough. That's right. But honestly, I, I said today on Twitter, this is my favorite thing about the Lillians. Someone will make a joke, and then we just start adding to it and taking it too far until all of a sudden... We're it's a good thing. We're doing charity. It's a good thing. A joke has now become something good for charity. And we're going to make a donation of clothing to people who need clothing. And we're not going to, you know, and, and you get to say all my past sins are forgiven. I mean, this is a win-win. Again, everybody wins. Yes. Except for Sporting Kansas City, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully they lose. I, badly. I want badly. them to go home crying. Yes. I want them to say that was not what we expected. No. <laughs> I want them to say we came all this way for that. Yes. And, you know, I want to see their little corner. I want to see it full. I want I want them to be here. I want them to witness it. I want them to hear our stadium in full voice. I want them to see, not that Sporting Park is bad. No. It's a good it's little a great, stadium. It's a great stadium. But ours is better. I want to see them hanging their heads in shame yes. in that section. Yes. I, and I want to see them get on their bus and cry. I'm all Cause, for it. Because I've done it enough. Yeah. Quite frankly. <laughs> Saturday. Yes. Yeah. So, I've done it enough this week. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Other than that, I, do we have anything else to talk about? No. No. Um, I, I I will say keep your eyes and uh, fingers and ears and money open because we've got a lot of things coming up in the near future here. Yes. Um, we've got a exciting uh, new merchandise piece that will be coming uh, probably Two weeks, I think. We've got a couple um, of things in the pipeline. Yeah, we actually have, some, and and have a meeting next week. We may have even more than that. So yes. there's going to be a lot of things rolling over. Uh, we will be making a new announcement on where you can get information from us. So that'll be coming in the next week or two, hopefully. And um, 
Second Shift has delicious beer, but you already knew that. Yep. Schlafly has delicious beer, but you already knew that. Yep. And I'm going to have a few of them this weekend. I think so. I think so. Matt's not going to be there, but, but, you know, he's, he's not, he doesn't stand with us. He doesn't ride the bus anymore. He's too fancy. He's too fancy. You know, he is, but. <laughs> I told you why I don't ride the bus anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, uh, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> No, my my wife had surgery on Tuesday, yes. so I got I got to take care of her. I know she'll be listening, Erica. We wish you the best. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's a devout listener. She Does she even know shit. you do a podcast? You know, I take a picture of it every time just to prove I'm not going off having yeah. an affair. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I took a photograph of us all in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, especially when you showed up in Oakland, Oakville. <laughs> <laughs> like, who does he know out there? <laughs> Find my phone. Yeah. <laughs> but um, wish you well, Erica. Even though you're not listening. Um. But it is a must win. I don't want to say a must win, but it's a must win. It really is. I want to drop one thing real quick that sure. I forgot to mention about Saturday, and then we'll get to something happy because this isn't a happy thing. Okay. Past couple games, we've had a few incidents in the section. Yeah. People doing things they're not supposed to do. Inappropriate touching, not respecting space, using yelling words, using a certain word against a, a security guard. We're, we can't do this shit. No. We, we've gone through this. Things will happen. You know, I. I get it. Things happen. We we can let a lot of things go, you know, but physical assault, verbal assault against an employee or, a, or a, somebody else in, in the, the section, stadium, yeah. unacceptable. So be aware they're watching. I just learned that one of the people that, you know, committed one of these offenses literally just got a text right now. He lost his season tickets and gone and you know that's what has to happen that's and you know you're not allowed in the stadium lost your season tickets gone yeah so if you're cross if you know if you if you're with somebody that you know is going to cross a line better wrangle them now because you could lose your season ticket with them yeah yeah and 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 not, if you just see some jackass being drunk being a jackass just if you, if you don't feel comfortable find somebody but feel free to say to that person just so you know you keep this up, they're going to boot you. Yeah. I mean, we now have proof yes. that crossing those lines ends badly. We want you to have fun. We want you to be silly. And we are just as guilty of stupid things yes. as anybody else. But that being said, there are, there are some definite stupid lines. Stupid and evil are two different yes. things. Racism is a no under any circumstance. Misogyny. Misogyny is a no. Assault. Homophobia, transphobia. Any, touching, re any real phobia. Touching someone. Uh Without their consent yes. is a no, and that's just sort of a general life. All, all, say, all this, all those things I've mentioned, these aren't like these things will get you thrown things. out of Quick Trip. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to getting you thrown out not of the ZX, but not Quick Trip, right. yes, right, uh, not out of a Walmart. No, oh, but, oh, no. but just just be a be a good human yeah. being out in society. Just don't take the piss. being a part of the social contract. Again, it comes down to our repeated phrase. Don't be a dick. Yes. And again, it'll end badly if you if you aren't willing to, you know, engage this person. Grab me, grab Brad, grab Sarah, grab one of the punks leaders, Nancy and Sarah down in the front. If you can't get to them, let, you know, one of the drummers know and they'll let us and, know. And I do want to emphasize all of the supporters groups are on board yes, with this. Yes, we are They've had meetings. very cohesive in this message. They've talked about the individuals that we mentioned, and everybody is united against this sort of shithousery. Yes, yes, in fact. And you'll be thrown out of the watch parties. You'll be thrown out of the street parties. You know, if you become that person... It will not end well. Yeah. So, 
And, and I'll be honest, one of these people, I had to step in between Lamakia and him, yeah. and he should be happy I did. And I will say someone adjacent to one of those people did come up and apologize for his friend's behavior. But? He said, no, he said I was, in, I was wrong because I didn't step up to him. Wow. And we will, we will work with you on a mistake. But yelling the N-word is or not grabbing a, a woman is not That's a not mistake. a mistake. Yes. That's not a mistake. So, But that being said, yes. it's a place for everybody. Yeah. Everybody have a good time on Saturday. We all want to have fun. Uh, the aluminum cups are fantastic as it gets warmer. It's going to yeah. keep your drinks colder. Uh, did find out that they are like 13 bucks for like 12 of them are at uh, the grocery store now. Those don't come with a St. Louis FC screen printed on there. No, though. they don't. St. Louis, St. St. Louis City SC. Sorry. But they do walk out of the park with me. Oh, so I can bring them home. Yeah, I'm, my collecting, family likes I'm them. collecting a set. Yeah, like the old uh, McDonald's like, collectors <laughs> cups. I still need a grimace and a hamburger. Actually, on the way out of the stadium, I'm not proud. I grabbed one that somebody left like behind our <laughs> section. I was just walking up the concourse. There was one. I was like, "Oh, I'll take that." So I took two home that night. You see, I usually try to get a soda in the second half yeah. to kind of you know slow the drinking. And there's two down. different sizes. I want yes. the bigger ones. Yes, yes. The small I, ones are okay. I've got it on my desk for pens. Yeah, I did. I was disappointed last game. I got a small one, yeah. brought it home. The family was like, "What is this yeah. shit housery?" Yeah, it's a. They it's were a not happy. No, you got to supersize that shit. But you know, I walk out, fill up with soda on the walk yeah. out. I'm ready. to Yeah, go. that's cool too. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So, do recommend. You've <laughs> got life. toothbrush and toothpaste in it. Yep. Yeah, I'm, see, I'm, I'm life hacks. So well. life, life hacks, hacks from the Luligans. Get a souvenir, kids. <laughs> and again, walk around the stadium towards the end of the game. Somebody, some people don't know you take those home. Yeah. So you can get a couple. And they're good for the environment. Yeah. I mean, we are just full of good things coming out of this podcast. Oh, if we could only score goals.